You've finally done it. You've made the leap into unlife and claimed your very own corner of lichdom. Late nights of magical study, raising an undead army. There's so much to do. And practicing evil isn't the team sport it used to be. Competition is fierce. But who has the time or manner to ward every tome against prying eyes? Phil's phylactery protection program can help. At 4Ps we provide the safest, most reliable in undead personal storage. While you focus on what you do best, conjuring evil, sacrificing virgins, and making the world a darker place, we'll guard your most precious secrets. You can enjoy your dreams of world conquest knowing the 4Ps are on the job. Try our basic level of protection free for one month and we'll throw in the souls of three ED-suffering elves absolutely free. Phil's Phylactery Protection Program. Safe, sinful security solutions. Hey, welcome everybody to another episode of Sci-Fi Writers playing old school D&D. We are going through a fun Ravenloft campaign from second edition called Feast of Goblins. And my name is Jason Onspach. I'm the Dungeon Master. With me today are our authors and players. And that's going to be Christopher Boer. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Thank you. I mean, yes. Sorry. Yeah, you're supposed to say present. Uh, Nick Cole. Present! There you go. Chris Porto. (laughs) Here. Allison Porto. I'm here. John Freider. Good afternoon, evening, or morning, my friends, as the case may be. And John L. Monk. What it is. The very authorly John L. Monk who uses his middle initial when being introduced. (laughs) So, (laughs) Mr. Monk. Uh, I'm going to call on you to remind. You did. To remind. You did that last time. You did oh, that I last. I did call time. on you last time, didn't I? <laughs> yes. Do it again. Fine. I'm going to call on a different John. John that's Trader. What he gets for having. A, that's what he gets uh, for using an, an initial. Yeah. Right. It just singles you out. John Freider, do you mind recording or telling the audience at home what happened last episode? Uh, last episode, we were in the midst of clearing out woolwares and werewolves from the local town, and um, our wizard uh, zapped a uh, bunch of puppies with a nuclear device. So, uh, yeah, that's where we are. Thank you very Thank much. You. So, team, you are still in the uh, the neighbor's house. Uh, there's a box of burning puppies, and I believe, uh, Allison, your character uh is holding on to one uh the gypsy uh cat so Rocha, she has so is, uh so is Raylan Raylan's yeah. holding on a puppy she the gypsy's disappeared with one of the dogs and so you're not sure where she went but you all have a decision to make you are going to have to get going since you're walking on foot if you're going to make the trek to Scald in time to meet uh Acriel. wait is the name of this episode Scald Trek 
Yep. Mm-hmm. It, it needs to be. It is now. Oh. Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Someone had a conniption fit. That's a D20. I, that was me having harmonia now. Don't, don't do that. That was me trying to cough up a piece of trail mix. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I thought you were going to hum like the Star Trek series, and then it just went awry. <clears throat> Yeah. yeah, that's 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 my gift to society. I take what we, I take the known and I ruin it. <laughs> like a Thanksgiving dinner, I take what you think is going to be a Martha Stewart Thanksgiving dinner and then I ruin it. All right. So Antosh and his family—they've kind of loaded up all the uh, earthenware vessels, you know, silver spoons, practical things that they can use at their home, um, and uh, they're grateful that you deeded over their neighbor's farm and house to them. Uh, They're but, grateful that you slaughtered their neighbor. Well, I mean, <laughs> he slaughtered their son, so it's only fair. You guys do some good every once in a while. Um, the, but they're loading up the wagon, getting ready to head back. You're welcome to stay with them, uh, but uh, what you do next is up to you. You know, there's a famous book on law procedure called Robert's Rules of Order, mm-hmm. and it would be funny to write a hobo, a murder hobo rules of order where you take ordinary everyday life situations, but you frame them in these contexts. Like, you know, if if your neighbor murders your son and you hire a group of adventurers to go ahead and murder that neighbor, then procedurally you get his stuff. <laughs> right. I can yeah. see that as being like an impulse purchase at Barnes and Noble. Or at the very least, no one has to second your motion. <laughs> the murder hobo's guys guides, you know, order. OK, anyways. I digress. So, uh, uh, let's can, I ask a, can I ask a quick question? No, um, I just did a quick question. <laughs> the uh, the wagon, I'm, I'm assuming, is being pulled by horses, correct? Uh, it's being pulled by oxen, I believe we said. Pulled by oxen. Can I hypnotize Antosh and his family to uh, leave the wagon to us? Or in the oxen? So um, we can use it to travel? I mean, you've got the spell, and I don't imagine that they're going to be able to resist it. Okay, so I'm going to hypnotize. I can hypnotize 1d6 creatures. So Is it considered are... evil? <laughs> it's considered scummy, I think. I don't know if evil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's four of them. There's two children and two adults. All righty, so uh, I got five as my role. All right, so, um, so they're hypnotized, and you're having them walk back home. Walk back home and forget the wagon. With, and so we can, are, are you taking like the food out of their wagon and the? Are you? Are you I think the, I think the food will be best in the wagon. Okay. Stay in yes, there. we're taking all the stuff that they thought they were gonna take. <laughs> well, give them. Give them, give them in the farm. Give them a bag of yeah, roasted wolf puppies. There yeah. you go. Just <laughs> take that home. Yes. Okay. So they start wandering up the road back towards their house and. Um, it's just a buckboard, you know, uh, room for a couple people to sit uh, controlling the ox, two ox, and then uh, kind of like a flatbed. So everybody's piling on. It's like an army transport. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I shall take my position behind the helm. All right, I'm going to get in the back. Yeah, me too. I'll, okay. uh, I'll sit, I'll sit I'll up front so I can do my little scouting thing. Okay. Just sort of sit in the back too, I guess. I guess I'll sit in the back so that I can, you know, jump off and engage attackers if I have to. Right. Okay. You guys are dirty, rotten scoundrels. Um, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you consign them to hard labor for the rest of their lives. They can't plow their field anymore. Um, well. 
That's all right. You know, I mean, on the, the, the DM. The Ant- DM should never advocate for those we oppress. Well, the, if the DM doesn't speak up for the NPCs, who will? <laughs> the NPCs are clearly bad people. That's why this happened to them. What's the problem? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. Okay, so uh, you travel up the road towards Scald. I am going to switch over your screens here and make good old Scald our active screen. Um, well, theoretically, Maybe. I am. May possibly. Boy, it's dark. Yeah, it is pretty mm-hmm. dark. Um, how long did it take to get there? It. I'm trying to think of how how many. It's a three-hour tour, isn't it? A three-hour tour. That's right. So can I memorize my spells I've used two since last time? They're first level. Yeah, I think you can. All right, I'll do that. All right, so you memorize some spells. I stand in the wagon and call out port and starboard whenever we want to turn. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. I refer to the wagon as my ship. No, that's good. Um, Unfortunately. We're still looking at a black screen. Yeah, I know, and apparently you're going to keep looking at one because... (laughs) Theater of the mind. As Christopher Bourne knows, here in in the the Roll20 app, Mm -hmm. you're supposed to be able to drag your players over to a screen. Supposed Yeah. So, but the player tab. Oh, oh here it's we go. doing it now. Ooh. It's done it. Yeah. So you didn't the... need to get all pissy about roll twenty. Yeah. Hey, hey, no. <laughs> oh, and now we're and now we're back in harmonia. Yeah. Well, there you go. It would only let wow. me uh, advance two screens at a time. Ah, I see. You didn't pay your monthly. I membership. was gonna say. Apparently, you have to yeah. Pay extra. I'm still seeing dark. Why is everything dark? Open your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Theoretically, you should see the town of Scald, or at least part of maybe it. Maybe it takes. Maybe it holds out for a moment. It I, I saw it. Second. Well, there's a town there. Why don't we just progress and see if it catches up, so that we don't have dead podcasting air as what? much ah, as you. Oh, now it's, it's loading now. now, now yeah. Yes. Yeah, now it's quality. <laughs> All right. Okie doke. So you guys uh, travel up the road. It's uh, an uneventful journey. Uh, with your with your oxen, but uh, you're making good time. You've actually arrived a day early than the appointed one week's meeting time, but um, it's uh, it's midday right now, and uh, you're seeing a walled city. And as you're going up the road, I'm going to get here put a little ping on your map. But as you're heading up on the road, um, you're able to. See the walls. You're able to see the outline of an old fort, and you're coming through uh, a bit of a town outside. So it's a scattering of buildings that lies to the south of the town walls. Most of them are made of scrap lumber, and even those that have been built of better material have a look of poverty about them. Now, despite their initial appearance, however, many of them look quite sturdy and are protected with thick doors and shutters supporting large locks or bars. You say probably because it's such a friendly community. The uh, constant drone of insects serves to distract you from the constant scurrying of rodents as the poor and wretched go about their daily labors. Maybe you can steal something from them. Now and then, (laughs) one of the inhabitants stops to look you over suspiciously. Without exception, there is a look of hunger and menace that cannot be concealed by a feigned smile or polite nod of the head. I smile broadly back at them with all my tombstone teeth. Hmm. <laughs> and that hung, hung, hunger and menace still isn't concealed. 
No cart full of uh, cart full of food too. Yeah, cart yeah. full of food, two two oxen. <laughs> yes. So you guys are rolling. I shall I shall enjoy a nice big turkey leg. <laughs> <laughs> As we ride by. I mean, excuse me. I shall enjoy most of a nice big turkey leg. <laughs> and then throw what you don't eat over the side <laughs> to the rats. <laughs> All right. Um, so you can. Stop in this outtown. It kind of stretches all along the road, or you can continue on. Uh, your choice. You guys are driving. We have to meet such an. We have to meet her. Where exactly in Scald? The, uh, the, the old Cartican Inn. Um, let's just go there. Okay. Let's let's start from there and murder outwards. <laughs> <laughs> That's I a good mean, plan. <laughs> well, we've got time. Do we want to question some of these people about the goings on uh, locally? Well, we haven't done hot with questioning. This is, this is the CD area of town, obviously. Let's let's pick one random. We have a lot of food, and and let the DM be mean to us Hold and on. say, you know, like withhold information and treat us like idiots until mm-hmm. I get pissed off and knife him, or Christopher Bohr uses spells and torments him, or John Monk vaporizes <laughs> him with acid. Guys, okay. guys, we have a we have a, a whole cart full of food. We could probably yeah. bribe the hell out of everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now that's a person with intelligence. There you go. Eighteen. That's the that's extra wrong. initial. Oh, that's eighteen. We have we have one. <laughs> okay. So, um, well then, well let's 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 try one encounter and see what happens. That one guy who's like staring at us with greed. It's like he's hungry. Yeah. So, um, who's got the best uh, charisma? Oh, not me. me. So you're going to go down there and bribe him. Yep. <laughs> Mostly. Or knife him. Whichever. Uh, okay, do we do we find a suitable candidate? Yeah, you, find, you, yeah, you find a suitable candidate. Uh, who do you want to look for? This is uh, So there's people that look uh, roguish. There's people that look absolutely destitute and starving. Uh, there's people that uh, look like, you know, mountain men that just uh, don't want to live in the city. Um, feel like they don't need I think I'm to going to them. have... More of an affinity with a rogue. Okay. Because I'm a rogue. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You yeah. find you find a guy kind of leaning against a shack, and he's kind of looking at you from under his cloak. Then I'll hop down off my wagon, my ship. Excuse me. <laughs> okay. Yeah. He and, watches uh, you come. You see him slyly kind of push his hand behind his back. And uh, I too will push my hand behind my back and. Fling out my long coat. All right. Dramatically. Dramatically. So now it's flowing and then behind I you. I will you extend walk. one foot forward in the courtly manner and bow slightly and say, Hello, my friend. Hello, yourself. Um, I'm new to Scald and I was wondering uh, what's going on around here. Well, you know that's... what I mean? Wink, wink, nod, nod. A little bit of thieves camp. I'll m- mumble the greeting that thieves camp. Okay, and he, he he seems to recognize that. And he goes, "Oh, I see. Well, you didn't need and to tell me you were new to Scald. That much was obvious. Are you looking for work? What are you doing?" Well, just first off, looking to get the lay of the land, and you know, not offend anybody, but well, offend all the right people. Well, town like Scald, you're going to offend everybody just by being an outsider, and you know that. Ah, yes, yes, that would that's usually how it goes. How how suggestion would I play this? So you got two places. And mind you, I'm assuming you're not one of the Meister Singer's men, based on your dress and general appearance. Bah, those fops. 
There's upper scold. There's lower scold. Lower scold, it is what it is. Upper scold, there's a lot to be had there. Now, I can fence anything, and I can get you anything if you've got the time and the coin. If you're looking for work, I've got a big job. A big job. I like big jobs. Uh, let's go take a look in the wagon and see if there's anything that you might be able to convert into coin rather quickly for me. All right. And so, uh, then you can, as you as you as you go through there, we'll just look like we're working. But do indeed tell the rest of my compatriots and myself about this job. We're uh, interested in a little work before we have to do something. You don't need to worry about being watched here in Outtown. Nobody comes here unless they're hard up. Ah, perfect. And your name is? Don't worry about that. I, I think just it's want to introduce you to my. What child. an unusual name! <laughs> no, I think it's best. How about I call? Okay, I'll introduce you as Larry. That's an odd name, but fine, Larry. Oh, so he, it's a so fine. He whistles. He whistles, and uh, two more men kind of come out and uh, follow him. They're not menacing, but they obviously were watching the conversation. So he walks up to the wagon and takes a look. He said, "What did you do? Steal from farmers?" <laughs> That's ridiculous. No, they Why gave it to us. They're allowed to empty out their entire barn. It was actually quite impressive. <laughs> okay, so what do you have? Uh, what do we have? <laughs> well, you've got uh, all the stuff in the wagon. Yeah, you've got the good stuff. You know, you've got some weapons. Yeah. yeah. Um, say, all right. Uh, food. You know. That that's not worth yeah. the effort of fencing. You can you can sell that in market. That's there's nothing there. Uh, most of this furniture right. is junk. Uh, don't you have anything? Do you have what, potions? Uh, I got some weapons. What do you got? What about wolves? Wolf pups? Oh, oh no, there's mm. something. Yes. And also, I have this burning, fiery thing, and I get, I, I show him the potion. <laughs> he offered you a cream in return. <laughs> New wizardry, I suppose. Is that the technical term? Everybody, this is Larry. (laughs) Ahoy, ahoy. Um, Wolf pups. Now, there's something there. Now, obviously, because of uh, the night belonging to the wolves, there are people who are leery, but there are people who uh, their own strange affections and cults might be interested in having something like this. I can ask around, how much do you want for them? Top dollar, of course. These were hard to come by. Say a gold piece each. A gold piece each. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, maybe let's let's find out if there's a buyer, and then we'll discuss price over a glass of claret. That sounds fine, but um, since we're new, I'll need a silver piece for each item you want me to fence up front. It'll come out of the final price. Yes. Um, let's digress for a moment before we get all chummy with silver and money and blah, blah, blah. Um, what was this job you had in mind and could it be done in the space of a night? Uh, it could actually, um, the master, the owner of everything is a man named Hawken Lucas. Now he has a room at the old Kartakin Inn. And the rumor is that the room he has, if you can find it, is a false room. His true quarters are hidden somewhere else. Now, I've sent my men in. No one's been able to find it. But a man as rich as Hawk and Lucas is sure 
to have a wide assortment of wealth. And so that's something of the Holy Grail here in Scald. If you can get yourself into Hawk and Lucas's chambers, you will get yourself out some fancy pennies. Interesting. Now that I know that, how do you profit from something that I'm going to take and keep? Ah, well, you see, there's a little bit of a finder's fee now, isn't there? There is indeed. And that's, see, see, that's the kind of gent I am. I like to be fair to everybody right off the bat before I screw them. <laughs> right. So, here's the thing. Did I say that out loud? You did. <laughs> I, I have, I have someone inside that's working. I see old car taking. Perfect. Now that person. A comely you? lass, perhaps? Well, I, she, she does all right. Now. <laughs> right. This sounds like my kind of strumpet. <laughs> Now, she can, she can get you, she can get you in. She can get you access. She can give you keys. She can do all sorts of things, but the actual skulking about and not dying is going to be up to you. Right. Aha. Yes. Okay. And if you well, try to cross me, you right. won't get out of Skull without Hawk and Lucas or my boys finding you. Perfect. Well, then I think we can do that deal and dispense with the silver pieces because obviously you've got my number, Larry. We'll keep an eye on you. So, right. wolf pups. But remember, we want to be buddies in this. I mean, yes, we have to negotiate all these terms and threaten each other, but I think we can mutually profit each other and get out of here alive with the stuff we need to do, leaving you a rich man who I sense would be rather in charge of things once I depart these premises. I'm sure. I'll tell you what. The ox, the wagon, everything in it, and the wolf pups, you can stay with me. Think of it as a surety for your coming back alive. Right. And if you don't, we'll make good use of it. Now, I'm actually saving you money at this point because you're going to have to cross inside that wall. And he points back to a wall. You see a couple of uh, toll bridges or uh, toll, toll sections. And it's going to be a lot more expensive to try to bring in two oxen, a wagon, all your arms, all your armor. So you might as well leave it out here. And if you left it out here anyway, it would be stolen probably by me. But now you know me and you know I'm not going to steal it. And this is really the best for everybody. Larry, I like the cut of your jib, but obviously you're a man of resources. You can get us in the in, inside the walls, I'm sure, without being noticed, which would help us in our mission to plunder Senor Harkin's residence. Mm, that I can, but I can't get your pups, your ox, or your wagon in. So as long as you're comfortable leaving those here, I can have one of my boys take you to a place in the wall that you can get inside without anyone knowing, assuming you can climb a good bit. Right. Now let's discuss the, the divvying of Senor Hawkins' merchandise. I'll tell you what. I'll only take 40%. 40? That's robbery for my robbery. Well, that's about right. What do you think? Your men are awfully kind of quiet, and your woman. 40% yes, seems the fair. Cr the, the crew, as I like to refer to them, of my ship. I beam broadly at my ship. Uh, let me discuss this uh, prize with them and see what they say. And believe me, they're going to get all crazy and homicidal about it. But I think I can talk them into a deal. But be flexible on that 40%. And then you know where to find me. To them. Right. All right. So what say ye? 10% tops. 10% is a lot more fair than 40%. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Just yeah. me, you understand. I'm a stranger here. I am not a common thief, and you are not taking my wolf pup. 
Ah, so the wolf pup is a deal kill. Yeah, I'm, I'm not giving up my pup either unless uh, we have some kind of unless as a party we are very assured that he's gonna we're gonna get all this stuff back. Right. So, what we'll have to do is pay for everything to go through the wall. Hmm. Or leave one of us here with all our merchandise. Hey, look, I, I see uh, Kat's character coming up the road. We could leave her with all the merchandise. <laughs> <laughs> right. Still, I mean, they could kill her and stuff like that, but... You know, I'm willing to live with that, the death of someone else. If not, cause it yourself. Now, what about plundering this rich dude's, uh, uh, you know, the common thievery, as Senor, as Senorita, I should say, Amazon said. Is that, are we down with the common thievery? Yes. If, if it's sufficiently, um, is it sufficiently rich? It's actually uncommon thievery, which I'm actually okay with. <laughs> Uncommon thievery, a-okay. Allison? Oh, how did I get mixed up with this band? Well, here's the way that I look at it. Here's here's the way that I look at it. You might perceive it. We need more power to face the difficulties ahead. And obviously, whatever we find in this secret room is going to help us. Be it money, we can buy better weapons and armor to, you know, sort of help the lot of the unfortunate being ourselves unfortunate. Or we might even find artifacts of power that would make us more deadly to deal with. How about this? Would this make it more palatable for you, Amazon? What if we gave a cut of what we take to the common people and maybe they could feed themselves? I can agree to that. And also, to sweeten the deal a bit, obviously this, this you know, pig is not taking care of the people, and he's sort of living fat off the land, so exactly. why don't we just reduce his slate? Fine. Okay, groovy. So, we're going to leave the pups, the wagon, the oxen, and everything with Larry... And the Amazon and the, uh, the the gypsy, and then we're going to sneak through the walls, steal all this stuff, and come back. How do we know Larry is not going to steal all our stuff? I'll try to take we care don't. of that. Well, he's got the incentive yeah. of, of what we're going to bring out of that house to wait. Hold on, hold on. The creepy wizard said he could do something creepy. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the other creepy wizard. <laughs> The creepy wizard with the gnarled hand, that creepy wizard. So yeah, what, which what if I, uh, what if I talk to him and, right. uh, see yeah. if I can get him down a little in his, uh, share. Yes. And, uh, that he'd not touch the wagon at all. I agree with this wholeheartedly. So, uh, I'm gonna propose that. As or long sell as the work ups or anything else like that. Anything. Um, I'm going to propose that, and I'm going to cast Charm Person on him. He gets a saving throw, wisdom saving throw. Okay. Might I suggest that if you're going to do that, you could find out his real name as well? Oh, yeah, real name too. What's your real name? Wait, let me see if I pass this. (laughs) (laughs) If I save. Actually, you won't know if he saves or not. No. But I may know by his reaction. Mm -hmm. So he says, 
Joan Rogers. I thought your name was Larry. <laughs> no, it's John Rogers. You said so that. you're going to leave the bloody cart alone, right? I'll leave it alone. I won't touch it. And uh, 10%? Seems fair. And we'll give 10% Ooh. to the populace? That's um, fine. I'm part that of the reasonable? populace, so 20%, that seems fair. No, no, no. No, 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 10%. <laughs> um, what's... Based on his intelligence, he gets a certain check within a time period, but we're talking months here, so... So right. he should be good for a while. Unless you're stuck here for months, right. Unless we're stuck here for months. Mm-hmm. All right, he's. I think he's set. Don't bugger this up. All right. No buggering. You guys ready? <laughs> no, nah, I'm at all. Are you all ready to go? Yep. We're ready to go. All right. Mary, I mean, Johnson. We follow this. <laughs> we follow this road. <laughs> we're following this road to the river. Sweet. So we we leave our cart and we're weaponed up and ready to go. And you're heading over to the river, and that's where we will end today's episode. We'll see you guys again next week. See what everybody's getting in store for. Thanks for listening. Excelsior. Bye. This episode of Sci-Fi Writers Playing Old School D&D was brought to you by Phil's Phylactery Protection Program. Safe, sinful security solutions. I'm Chris Porto, author of the Legacy Fleet novel Avenger, the first Swarm War Book 2, your host and producer of this podcast. Our executive producer is Jason Ansbach, author of Till Death. Kevin G. Summers, author of The Bleak December, designed our epic logo. You can pick it up on hoodies and shirts over in our Green Dragon Loot Shop. The shop's logo was created by the lovely and talented Guinevere Boar, our magic user's spousal unit. Go check out the Loot Shop, our bios, and more at OldSchoolDnd.com. That's O-L-D-S-C-H-O-O-L-D-N, as in Nancy, D.com. That's all for now. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.